0: Hello, and welcome to Bookish Family Travel. This is the podcast where we explore the intersection of literature and family travel. I'm your host, Brittany, and today's episode is all about setting literary travel resolutions for families. So if you would rather read than listen to this, head on over to bookishfamilytravel.com. That's the word bookish, B-O-O-K-I-S-H. FamilyTravel.com to read the blog companion. I'll link that in the description for this podcast as well. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the whimsical world of literary travel resolutions. Alright, so I think travel should hold more meaning beyond the oasis of relaxation. Now, don't get me wrong. A relaxing vacation is wonderful But odds are you love reading and you love travel or you wouldn't be here, right? So let's start off 2024 by planning some meaningful and magical experiences for your whole family. What do I mean by that? Well, let's. Pick out some resolutions. Okay, so the first resolution I have is to build a family travel bookshelf. I don't mean like physically build a bookshelf unless that's something you're into. No, everybody's got a thing. Um But what I mean by that is to choose a dedicated space in your home, plop a bookshelf in it, plop a cube shelf, whatever it is you have on hand that you can put books on. Cool thing about those is that they're flat and usually pretty sturdy. So go ahead and and pick a spot in your family home. You know, pick it with your kids, allow everyone in the family to be decision. Over the next year, I want you to curate your shelf with tales from around the world. That includes you, your spouse, and your kids. I want you to encourage your kids to pick books that promote their curiosity about different countries and customs. And do the same for yourself. If you happen to see something in the bookstore that strikes your fancy and it's in a different country, or if it's got a culture you don't totally understand, or a religion, or whatever, pick it up and put it on your bookshelf. You can do this with different genres, romance, children's, fantasy, science fiction, whatever, even if it's a fantastical world, you can still add that to your family travel bookshelf. This is a great exercise also to do um, leading up to any trips you've got planned. This is also great to introduce your kids to diverse cultures and perspectives, and it's how you lay the foundation for a lifelong romance with. So the next resolution I have is to start a family travel journal. You might be wondering what that is. Um, It's literally what it sounds like. So... Even if you are just traveling to the next town over for little Timmy's baseball game or whatever, um, anytime you travel as a family to a destination that is unfamiliar to you and your kids and your spouse or whoever's going with you, hand the people in attendance a sketchbook or a journal, depending on their ages. And have them document their favorite moments, the people they meet that they find interesting, um, their favorite takeaways or lessons they learned. Um, You know, obviously make it age appropriate, but just give them something and tell them to record what they are experiencing. And it's so cool because you're going to do it too, right? Make it a point to do it. Have your spouse do it make every family member do this and then what you're going to do is combine uh, all of the things that you have recorded as a family into a scrapbook um, you can add photos mementos stickers um, little sketches whatever um, and then do that for every single trip now me personally i plan to do this uh, in one giant journal like a scrapbook type thing Um, and I actually already do it a little bit in my planner but I want to do it too so it becomes a family keepsake it's something that's passed down from my kids to their kids um, and so on and so forth because what what that's going to do is it's going to end up being a journal and maybe you could do one per year or you know whatever however often you travel just depends But what that's going to do is it's going to give you and your kids and anyone else um, a a, a fantastic look back into the perspective of themselves when they were younger. You know, even if it's just a few months, um, it's always so cool to see. And, you know, kids, they say the darndest things. I'm not the first person to say that. So... um, the, the the Family Travel Journal is probably one of my favorites on this list, just because you're going to experience um, so much. But you also get to experience things through the mind and the eyes of your child, which is the one of the best parts about being a parent. Okay, next up, um, we have the resolution of attending a literary or storytelling festival together. And let's start with one, but I have a feeling that if you go to one, you're going to want to go to more, right? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to pause this podcast right now uh, and go to Google. Type in literary festivals or storytelling festivals near me. Do it. Pause. I'll wait right here. Okay. Did you do it? All right, cool. So if you did that, And I hope you did. There, you will see that there are so many festivals near, far, here, there, everywhere. Um, I even have a storytelling festival in my own neck of of the woods called um, Cave Run Storytelling Festival here in Moorhead, Kentucky. It's like one of my favorite experiences ever. It happens every September. My family and I look forward to it all year long. So what I want you to do is choose one, maybe the one that's closest to you, maybe one that is further away um, and plan to attend it. So these festivals celebrate the written word and they also allow you to experience an author's very candid talks about their stories and their process. And you also get to know the authors a lot of the time. Um, it's a unique way to ignite enthusiasm and curiosity for the magic awards coming to life for your little bookworms as well. Not only that, but you get to meet some super cool people at these uh, festivals because, you know, anybody who loves lit- literature that much um, to travel for it, you know, they're, they're a cool cat. So. If I do say so myself, anyway. All right, so the next one we have on the list is to connect with other lit loving families. Make it a priority, a goal, a resolution uh, to make friends with other bookworms, right? Especially other bookworm families. Um, so, what I would suggest and how I've actually done this is um, check out Story Times or age-appropriate groups, like if you've got teenagers, you're obviously not going to be going to a preschool story time. But there, every local library that I have ever seen, and bookstores as well, they have groups or um, free events that you can go to as a family um, and attend those, right? So what that is gonna do is not only gonna give you an awesome opportunity to engage in literary activities but odds are you're gonna see other families in similar life stages as you and most of the time i'd say like 99.93 percent of the time uh, is that how you say that percentage i don't even know this is why i'm a bookworm and not a math nerd because I like words, not numbers. Anyway, um, so you're going to meet these families and they're going to be passionate, most likely about literature, right? And they're going to be in similar life stages because most of the time these groups are age related if you're going to them with your kids, okay? So when you meet these families, it might be weird. So I know some of you are introverts because if you are a fan of escaping into literary and fictional worlds i have a feeling that it's because you prefer that to conversation and i do not blame you i'm much the same way but this is where the resolution part comes in okay go out on a limb get a little uncomfortable meet these people and make it a point to exchange book recommendations. Uh, Share this list of resolutions that you've made, the literary resolutions. Uh, If you've accomplished anything by the time you meet these people off of this list, if you've accomplished anything, uh, share it with them. More than anything, enjoy connecting with kindred souls who understand the joy of discovering the world through the pages of a book, right? Maybe you'll meet some travel buddies along the way because... It's not uncommon for bookworms to also be, have a touch of wanderlust too, you know? All right, last but not least, this one's kind of a no-brainer, okay? Explore literary destinations. That is your final resolution to add to this list. Like I said, kind of an obvious one, but go ahead, put it into the universe that you're planning a literary trip for your family in 2024. Manifest it. I don't believe in manifestation, but I'm going to say it anyway. Do it. Put it into the world, okay? Start by considering who's going to be on this trip with you. Who's in your family? What are the members of your family's uh, excursions into, right? What are their favorite books? If they're old enough to have a favorite author, who's their favorite author? Um, If they have a certain genre they like, what's their favorite genre? Take that list and compile a theme, right? You're going to see, it it, it might not make sense at first when you say, well, so-and-so likes... um, Mo Willems, because she's four and and absolutely loves Elephant and Piggy, and um, Dad is more into Dan Brown because he wants the psychological thriller or whatever. I don't think Dan Brown does psychological thrillers. I don't know if that's how you would categorize him. But um, what you're going to do is compile all these things. They seemingly unrelated things, and then start looking at it, and themes will come to light. I'm sorry if you heard that, Um, but themes will come to light, all right? Choose a theme, an overarching theme, and then pick a destination that complements your theme, all right? Then you're going to choose your travel dates. You're going to plan book-themed activities and places you want to stay. You know, there are so many things that you can do to make this a literature-themed vacation. Now, if you find yourself frantically uh, trying to work through the details of this and If you're like getting panicked at trying to figure out how to piece all this together, uh, I have good news for you. So, that's actually my specialty. Um, Surprise. (laughs) Obviously, I wouldn't be making a podcast about it if it wasn't. Um, But it's planning and planning literary family vacations. All right. You know, there are a lot of different things um, that go into planning a family literary trip. And if that's something you want, visit bookishfamilytravel.com um, to learn more about how I can assist you in planning your dream literary vacation. You know, every family deserves a storybook adventure without the overwhelming of planning it all and getting all freaked out about it, right? Alrighty, that's a wrap for today's episode of Bookish Family Travel. Join me next Tuesday as I dive into creating and exploring real-life fairy tales with your kids. All right, thanks for joining me on your literary journey. Remember, whether you're exploring the cobblestone streets of a historic city or reading under a palm tree on a sandy beach, literature has the power to make every family trip extraordinary. Until next time, happy travel.